on cliffcentral.com the unview the thin the rich and the fabulous on cliffcentral.com that was fun what 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 is it hip hopy what what what's it what's the music it's uh hip hop I said what a hop, what a hop in a scotch. <laughs> yeah, that's what it sounds like, Alan. <laughs> hey, it's Alan Ford and it's the Unvy on ClipCentral.com. And what a Thursday. Listen, are you like a DJ here or what? Well, yeah, you can uh, book me. Dunkin' really? the Pumpkin I can Are you Dunkin' <laughs> Dunkin' the Pumpkin I'll come play at, you, at your Fourth wedding You're getting married For the first, fourth time Aren't you <laughs> when I, when I stood, like, Hey he's got many wives yeah. I'm not the president Of South Africa But it's good to be with you And I tell you Duncan How's, how's it been going for you? It's uh, been uh, A very eventful uh, Month You know But life is just getting better Alan I must say It's just getting better I've got to tell you I did the CEO sleep out With all those Fancy schmancies And it was so much fun I was listening to the broadcast You and uh, What's his name? Uh, Brain to a ding on the bridge And you were so You were very busy Up and down Getting people onto the show I've lost four kids That's why you lost so much weight I promise you I'm wearing a size 38 pants Really Only for this week though You're going to be back To your 45 next week We all know that Duncan You want to do with you Darling (laughs) Tell just me. break into four seconds. <laughs> well, we've got a great show lined up. Uh, first and foremost, you know, <coughs> you know, when you have an Olympian in Miss South Africa, uh, uh, a singer that Louise Carver, who has hit the U.S. charts in the top ten mm. of the U.S. billboards, um, and we can talk about uh, the Great World Bodies Exhibition and one of the best restaurants in Johannesburg. I think we've got a great show. Another restaurant, Alan. Yes, but because I told you, I'm going to find the best places <laughs> in the world, and I promise you. Let me tell you something. Yeah, I need some food. <laughs> no, I, well, look, we all need food, but not every week. How's our friend Sumizi doing? Uh, look, uh, Sumizi has just fallen off the radar for me. Shame. I haven't been following shame. him and that he much. He doesn't speak to us anymore. You know what I'm when saying? He left yeah, us alone. Yeah, you yeah. Know, shame. He met a new boyfriend. Did he say that? No, I just have a feeling. Look, let's try and not mention his name. Whoever mentions Sumizi's name. Uh, I, I, I love him, though. Oh, no, we all, yeah. we'd all love Sumizi, but hey. Things do happen. Well, let me just tell you that I want to begin today's show with... Such a very special guest. Unfortunately, he couldn't join us in studio, but he has got to be one of the biggest superstars to walk out of South Africa's borders and end up with a gold medal. Um, his name is Cesar Lawrence and Lovu. Have you heard of this phenomenal chap? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't he out of this world? He's just amazing. When you have gold medals, I, you know, I always said to Ray Knitling, I, I want to have a gold medal. The only, the, the only gold medal I can get is an eating competition. Absolutely. Who can stuff the, the most hot dogs in two minutes? You'd probably be the winner. <laughs> Hi, boy. These blacks. What do we do then? Lawrence, <laughs> welcome to the show, my brother. And thank you for joining us. Good morning, brother. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure to join you this morning. And thank you so much for, for being on the show. First and foremost, the 6th of August sees the opening of Rio de Janeiro 2016 and the magic that's going to happen. You're not there. Yeah, unfortunately, it's one of those, uh, uh, it was one of those times where you have to, you had no choice to miss it. But uh, it was, I think it's going to be exciting and uh, I do look forward to watching that. Part of me does want to be there to be taking part. Um, I couldn't be there. So that's one of those things. Why? 
Lawrence, can I can I ask you a question? Um, first and foremost, you know, you guys, the four of you, that uh, got rowing gold. It's kind of an odd question, but but how? When you crossed that line and you knew you had gold, what went through your mind? I can tell you that when we crossed the line in 2012, it was at that time when we didn't know nothing. We thought we obviously top three, could be third, could be second, could be first. Um, I remember the last 150 meters when Matthew was decided, yes, yes, yes. And I was thinking he's one. And if you remember, we all looked to the left where there was a result, mm. the result board. And we saw everything, there was no result yet. So it was so close that we had no idea. But as soon as one came and it said RSA, it was just a feeling that I cannot explain. Mm. There was nothing, I, I, I cannot remember, there was nothing in the mind, but it was just excitement. And, um, but, but it's, see, it's one of those moments you'll never forget. But, Caesar, we can ask you a question. Yeah. I mean, did did you guys, I mean, obviously, everyone, listen, when you want to, when you enter Miss SA, you want to win Miss SA. When you go off to yeah. the Olympics, you expect gold. But, I mean, if you seriously think about it, did you actually think that you were going to get it? I mean, it's an odd question because, because, I mean, do you know, yeah. for, for, for the people in this country, to wake up that morning, the, the, the morning after, and yeah, say, yeah. we've got four gold medals in a row. Um, so, and I mean, in rowing. It's, it was yeah. one of those people, everyone went, what? I didn't know we could row. <laughs> you know, it's, <laughs> do, 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 do you understand that, that that is what yeah. was such a surprise? And did you guys, I mean, was that the true expectation? Um, for us, um, as athletes, as the four of us plus uh, support and, and obviously friends and family, they they knew um, we knew that going forward. I mean, two months before this, I'll say we raced a World, a World Cup in Japan, and we had ten seconds to the Chinese. And um, so, two months before the game, the conference was up there, and obviously four years before that, we were training. Mm-hmm. And one of our mantras that we said we always use is uh, one goal, which is and everyone says gold. So we don't train for second place, we train for top one. Win, yeah. But being realistically knowing that a couple of events, I mean, larger showing that results change at any time. And we have to be patient and trust the process in going forward and going to the race. So, I mean, you go to the heat in semifinals and finals. So we had a plan, how to, how we're going to get, how we're going to get it. And we set to our plan. And it does bring us the gold. When you stand on that podium, what does it feel like, Caesar? Because <laughs> then you realize, hold on, they've ordered There is no word to describe that feeling. <laughs> now that everyone is, you know, when I remember, everyone was just screaming. I mean, going back to the last five and 20, 50 years, mm. we know that it's just, well, we're home. And everyone was just screaming and screaming and screaming, the best, obviously. But at that time, you think they're screaming for you. And obviously the British, uh, British were upset, obviously coming in and all of that. And getting in the podium, everyone was just excited. There was no, okay, we, we think for the best or we think for the essays or the days that the next us. It was just, the atmosphere was just wonderful. It was just one of those atmosphere. I don't think you'll get 
you'll get to experience that. Can I tell you something? Uh, um, um, excuse me, I, I, I'm looking at the photo, and uh, as though the sun shone on you beyond uh, beyond the world. And I, you know, and, I, and I, I'm looking at the picture of you in particular, and you're holding these flowers in your hand, and and standing up there singing, obviously the national anthem. And it's it's such an you know what we're so proud is that expect the unexpected. People that go into anything, you never know what you're going to get. So when Chad Leclerc, uh, you know, he got his gold, and and you, you deal with people that that, and, and then all of the sudden South Africa goes, oh, oh my God, Lawrence Lovu, let's interview him and the people. You know, <laughs> before that, you know, shoulda, woulda, coulda. You know, <laughs> but it's amazing. And um, has it changed your life? It has changed your life quite a lot. Um, and looking at I'm in rain in South Africa, yeah, it's more sport. And I must say, after coming back home, that balance and just seeing in people's faces, you know, everyone sort of like, I know this place. Who are you again? And you got to remind people. Even though this today, I thought that one of those days, where do I know you from? But um, it's changed my life quite a lot. Since involved, being involved in... Um, public speaking and, you know, meeting different people. It's just, it has put me out there. Lawrence, uh, tell me something. Um, do you, I mean, in terms of, so we've got four teams going rowing in at this next Olympics. Are you going to the Olympics? Um, no, unfortunately not. I've just had a, a hip operation two months ago. I'm recovering from that at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just came from just a load of training, I think it's absolutely awesome. I'm, I'm, we, we're really proud of you, Lawrence Sizwendlo. Uh, and uh, i got to tell you something. It, it's so wonderful to, to speak with you. I can't wait to have you in the studio. And, um, and it's, it gets weirder with this question, but, but when you went home, what did mom say? I mean, was mom with you were they in the UK when it happened? No, my, my family was there. They were all excited, um, mm. I guess. They weren't expecting it as well. I mean, they know what rain is, but never been soaked in water. But the support after the hospital has just been wonderful. You know, before they were like, what is this rain? Why are you going back? Why are you doing this? Get a real job, you know, proper job. Why are you going back with the last and everyone's going for it? But I guess they never understood what is the person behind it. Yeah. And it has changed since then. The family is behind a lot of friends that are Support is there. Even now, I'm not even going to Olympics. I still get these messages and saying, Hey, are you ready? And you know, when you tell when they hear the story, that's all I'm so sorry to hear. So it's been, it's been wonderful. And I think I think you're wonderful and well done to to the guys that, that took gold. Thank you so much for joining me. And do me a favor. You know, Gareth said to me, he said, Alan, how did you get Lawrence? So I said. You better be on Gareth's show. He wants to see you. And, of course, maybe you're going to be our next you know, commentator here at Cliff Central on the Olympics. Things happen. Yeah. That'll be good. Uh, we'll come to um, Proud of you, my brother. Well done. Exactly. No, thank you so much, Alan.
And so good. Thank you for joining us, my brother. Be good. That is Lawrence Seesman, Lovu, Olympian gold medalist uh, here on CliffCentral.com. That is incredible, isn't it? Absolutely, man. Uh, I don't even know how to swim. Being a, you know what? I would capsize. I'm sure you, I'm sure, I'm sure you would. I'm sure. Uh, listen, listen, he hasn't left us yet. But can I ask you a question? When you've got a Go big ahead. fat bum, how do you sit in those, those boats? <laughs> you know, I went canoeing once and I rolled in the yeah. sea 14 times. Shame. I was like those old whales that just move on and on and on. But uh, yeah. can I ask you, how do you keep that, that balance, Lawrence? Like four four of you people. I'm, I'm not I don't know if you ever. Yeah. Go, go, go on. Go on, go on. Yeah. So I'm saying, I don't know if you've ever been to those rowing machine in any, or in any gym that you find. I'm quite it's good at them, actually. Yeah. Poor those man. pieces you find quite similar. I mean, it has two holes. So I'm saying that's it. But I guess the more, um, salute, I mean, what I don't want to say okay, but I'm not going to say The more fat you have on you, the more comfortable you're going to be. Doesn't mean you're going to be faster floating on a boat. Because the boat really? is as floating for you. Okay. You'll right. have more submission there because a diver is actually um, getting to your deep inner bone interest. Lawrence, let me tell you, when I get my butt in that rowing chair, first and foremost, I rock and yeah. roll. And I, and you know, I have that, that and I, but it only goes for about 25 seconds. <laughs> they go, <laughs> I mean, really. And Duncan, you know, and poor Duncan shame, he just wobbles off. It, the things yeah. happen. Yeah, thank you for joining us, my brother. And it's such a such, such a great one. Um, well done. And uh, of course, we're gonna we we we're going in for one of. Uh, I mean, South Africa's. You, you see, you never know what you're gonna get, brother. That's the fun thing. One thing that didn't uh, wasn't clear is that why isn't he going to the Olympics? Because he's not well. He had an op. He just explained that. Did he? Yeah, well, maybe you should listen. No, sorry, the line wasn't too great, so I must have missed that. Oh, how unfortunate. Yeah, but can I just tell you something? You know, I mean, we, we talk about people that mm. are, they go off to, to the Olympics, and you get these surprises. Now, swimming we're quite good at, and then you have uh, occasionally athletics. Yeah. But, I mean, where did South Africa come with gold rowing? Isn't that incredible? It is. It's a, it's a beautiful story. Yeah, and, you know, he comes from... Humble beginnings uh, from KZN and oh no, sorry, in the south of Johannesburg, actually, from Mondial High School. Are there any rivers by there for him to mm. go practicing and stuff? I'm not sure. Mm. You don't need a river, dear. You, you, you need a swimming pool, don't you? <laughs> no, don't not with a rowing boat. You need a stream of water. Uh, things are good. How are you doing, Dunks? Tell me about your life. How's your woman? Um, my, my woman's fantastic. Uh, yesterday we were with uh, one of the shows here on cliffcentral.com, frankly speaking. Mm-hmm. We were by the Ravonia voting hall and uh, we were just broadcasting from there, mm-hmm. interviewing people who are voting. And, and, your, your, your and people who are, no, I was so busy that I wasn't able to vote. You're not serious. I promise you. I, I did vote, but I was able to take that thing off. Why are you trying to expose me that I didn't vote? But anyway. From you actually the, didn't vote? I did. I did. No, you're such a liar. I did. You'd be mocked. One one crazy. I just look. I have dirty fingers, but I mean, hey. There was this one uh, adult that we asked, uh, "Who did you vote for?" And he was like, "I voted for myself." Can you vote for yourself? Yeah, but when he was saying that, he meant he voted for the party that would benefit him the most. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, It's it's kind of deep. You know what? Can I tell you something, Duncan? I I voted at the Santon Library, Mm. and it took me forty seconds. Walked in. 
cleared, perfect, marked, vote, 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 vote. Put it in the. In do, the do you know who your ward councillor is? Um. I know, I know. Thank you very much. <laughs> that's the general sentiment we got from most people. No, when, we, when you ask them, but we're voting for a, a disposition. No a political. I mean, we don't know who we're voting for. You're voting for your municipality. Who's going to run your municipality well? And if you look at the different pol- uh, party politics and uh, what they stand for, you would find that maybe the EFF would work for you guys well in uh, Santon, wherever you. You work for A lot of people are voting Based on emotions That's what I'm trying to say Alan Okay first you didn't vote So you can shut up Because you don't have a You don't have a voice by the way Do you know for the next two years You cannot speak You're not allowed to You're not allowed to complain Whinge Whine Duncan you are are over Because uh, Unless you do Do it You're not allowed to speak about it You can't say There's a pothole in the street Don't even think about it I don't even own a car what I'm saying is that I come from Krugersdorp, so I had to do work here in Ravonia. Oh, you meant you vote there? Yeah, so I had to go to Krugersdorp and vote. But I don't even stay in Krugersdorp anymore. You know what I'm saying? So why... why well, it, it tells you you need to prep for where you live, you idiot. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Next next, Next, next election. Next election. Next season. I will, I will register here in Santon. Please don't use Duncan as any form of, uh, <laughs> of, of, of moral <laughs> interest or, or something. No, seriously not. But that being said, I've got to tell you, this is the funniest thing that happened. And I want to write to Santon City in particular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It took me 15 minutes to park, <laughs> run up the stairs, walk in, took me 40 seconds to vote, come down the stairs, and then they charged me 10 rand to park. Really? <laughs> so it cost me 10 rand and about half an hour of the one-minute experience to vote. <laughs> and I didn't want to go shopping or have, you know, it was 9 o'clock in the morning. So can I ask you the big question? Big question. Who did you vote for and why? Do you know what, Duncan? Hmm. There's a there's a story about that, and the secret about voting is that we're not supposed to tell people. Come on, just between us girls, tell me. No, you're right. As you stand with your own little Matsueli, you do, you look like you have a bit of a good. We'll dis- we'll discuss that another time. This is Cliff Central. My name's Alan Ford. It's the Unview. It's good to be with you. And of course, we had such an amazing and. Absolutely amazing week last week with the CEO Sleepout. We had so much fun, and uh, but that being said, we, we, we the group of people raised almost forty million rand, mm. and I think that's really really cool. There was protests I saw on the television, ah, but why? You know, but let's not entertain. Can that. I can I tell you something? Tell me. So so I I did I went to because uh, I'm a nosy Parker. So I, I went to go and find out what actually happened there with the EFF supporters or what was going on. Was it the EFF supporters? It was, yeah. It was. No. And, no, it was. And what happened was they were complaining or they were protesting against mm. one of the CEOs around you – know, there were 200 CEOs uh, and a company, just yeah. to make a point. And can I tell you something? And I'm going to say this very loud and clear. Go and EF yourself. <laughs> EF yourself properly. And let me tell you why. Because that was about raising money. Doing good for the for, less fortunate, for people. Mm. Okay, and it's a consolidation. It was a consciousness. It was a movement about a bunch of people thinking it's cold. People slept. They, 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 nothing was for free on that bridge. And let me tell you the greatest thing, my friend, is that people came together mm. from all walks of life. Mm. And they brought mentors with them, and they were proud to be there and to do good work. And let me tell you, that's important. And so you can go and EF yourself, <laughs> left, right, nice, nice, and nice. center, if you think that you could have ruined a moment in time that was special. And that's how simple that goes. So, my brother, have you, can I ask you a question? Have you heard of something called 
body works. Yeah. Okay, lift your hand up. Okay, okay. Punch my hand. Punch, punch. Yeah, but not so hard, man. Please. Sorry. I've got beautiful well, hands. Well, he said I should punch. Punch it softly. Sure. Okay, now. Have you ever heard of body works? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So what happens is you go off to this 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 experience of seeing how the human body works. Mm. And it's I saw it in around about 10 years ago. Nolene Mahalwanasan and myself went off to the UK and I said, "And both uh, you guys need body works." Oh, shut <laughs> your face, man. Just because we're fat. Able. <laughs> But it t- I tell you, you stop smoking, you try to eat better, and, and this is body works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we go off to this exhibition in, 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 in London, and Nadine first, he, like, got such a shock. Oh, and I dead people. Hey! You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it is the most interesting way to see the human body. And I want to tell you, I've got the MD of the Great World uh, Exhibition, Tyrone Toll, uh, on the line. Tyrone, how are you doing? I'm good, thanks, Alan. Yourself? I'm excellent. You know, when I saw this 10 years ago, Tyrone, I, I brought yeah. the, the book back to explain to everybody what I had seen, and they couldn't understand what I was talking about. I remember phoning back into South Africa and saying, guys, we had the most interesting experience in the UK, because it only happens there sometimes, you know, like New York City. And we went to this thing, and pe- there were bits of people everywhere. <laughs> Everyone thought we had lost <laughs> our minds. But it has been in South Africa. This is its second year. Tyrone, it's, it's a great exhibition, number one. Number two, it makes you appreciate the human body. No, 100%. Uh, and, and you're right. All these bodies are, are real. Are previously, people who are alive, and uh, they've donated their body to the Institute, uh, Institute for Passionation, which is the technique that, uh, that they use to change the body from its, its state into, into uh, a state where they can last and be able to be displayed, you know showing the various muscles and uh, organs, textures in the, in the body. So, um, yes, we've been around. As you said, we were in South Africa before. The storyline in the exhibition changes. The previous one was about the cycle of life, how things start and end. Mm-hmm. And this one now we've got is called Vital, which explains, you know, that how lifestyle choices affect the human body. So, you know, drinking, smoking, eating, what you put in there and how you exercise is, is that can drastically affect your physical and mental space. This is a major exhibition. Now, first and foremost, how many, I mean, what does it take to put this type of show on or this exhibition on? I mean, it must uh, be huge. All, yeah, look, uh, first of all, we've got very good uh, partners, the Institute, who um, are really well prepared and efficient. They bring out the, the exhibition um, just to look at each each actual specimen, um, each customer, it takes about 1,500 hours to create one of those. Um, and then you, you have to bring the whole exhibition state mm. out to South Africa by container and then set it up. So it is, it is quite a logistical arrangement. And um, But yeah, guys are very professional experts, so it happens relatively quickly. Tyron, you know, most people don't understand that it is human beings that have donated their, donated their bodies to science. Yeah. And it is, because people find it quite weird in some sense. So for someone like Duncan, who knows very few things on earth, uh, he's not the smartest in the world, um, 
Can you explain to him exactly why this is such a, an incredible exhibition to go to, number one? And number two, is that why should people be attending it? Because it's this is how you learn about the human body, you know, in some sense. Exactly. I mean, as you say, first of all, it's real. It's not a, a mold that's been projected. Um, these are actual organs that have been uh, come out of a uh, out of previously living person being. Um, why it is important is, and I think of the intriguing things. A lot of people probably feel that they get shied away from it because uh, I think it's going to be gory or it's going to be not something up the alley. And this is exactly the opposite, as you as you experience, because there is no smell and there's no. It's a squishiness about the presentation. Um, it, is, it hasn't got that element. So one manages to see it in a three-dimensional format rather than just seeing it as a textbook. Uh, and probably the most important thing as well is these, uh, these fascinates tell the real effect you know, of what happens. This is not just somebody's idea of what could happen. Mm. This is what the lungs look like after they've, you know, after a smoker has smoked for so many years or this is what a liver looks like when it's been abused, or this is, you know, what 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 cancer looks like in the body. Mm. And it's very demonstrative in terms of what it actually looks like, which I think makes people change their view on things. You know, we can tell them, and they can read books, and they can do all those things, but when they actually see it for themselves, it has a massive impact. I mean, particularly kids. I mean, they look at it with such marvel. Um, I can't actually believe, you know, how the whole body is put together and how complex it is but also mm. how resilient it can be because it's not just bad news we're not just telling people that they, what they shouldn't do, it's also important to realize how the body can regenerate itself So, uh, I just want to find out uh, if I want to donate my body once I'm no longer living is there, do you guys pay for my body or is it just me just donating <laughs> out of free will yeah they all donated it through, through free will, I mean, free will and for just for science. Mm. Um, the Institute has about, I think, over 16,000 um, donators, if I could use that word. Mm. Um, people have uh, put their body on the list. Um, uh, uh, and they, uh, uh, they do it for various, various reasons. Uh, you know, uh, people uh, just want uh, to add value. I, I've got to be honest with you. We don't want Duncan's body. <laughs> Look, I promise you, Tyrone, you wanna you wanna examine no, 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 my no, organs. You no, want no, my we, body. We, we Would you guys at least pay for my funeral if I donate no, no, my no, body? No, just, no, no, we'll just burn him up. Uh, he will just be buried. Okay, maybe Gareth's body. Gareth's body. Maybe, maybe. Sumizi. Mm, maybe. They definitely want my body because there's so many layers of fat that they can work through beauty. <laughs> yeah. No, they. Uh... But it is an incredible exhibition. And, you know, Tyrone, I just hope that more people – I know that you leave Johannesburg and you move on to Cape Town this week. Um, and yeah. for the Cape Townians to see this, the nicest thing about it is it's progressional and you, you get a – it's a different point of view every single time you see it. And I've got to tell you, when I saw it in London, it was just something – you know, when I phoned home and I said, uh, hey, mom, this is this – is, I just saw – like this experience and this whole body and this whole thing. And she's like, what are you talking about, dead people? <laughs> you mad? You sound like that man from the sixth sense, the child. <laughs> I see dead people. Yeah. No, but I did see a lot of dead people. But it was an incredible experience. And what I loved about it and what people really should appreciate about it is, is the fact that, that you see the human body in so many different senses. And I love the fact that you take the body and you, you, you see people – playing uh let's say baseball 
or yeah. doing um, uh, playing shot basketball put. or or shot put or even there's there's like a dancing sequence. I remember that. Uh, I don't know if it's in this exhibition. Yeah. Where two bodies are dancing together, and you see, it's it is absolutely brilliant. Ty, before we yeah. leave you, yeah. tell me. It, it, I remember there was this that people said. There were Chinese people that uh, were executed. Yeah. That's not the truth, is it? No, not at all. These are, the, the Institute for Fascination has a uh, legitimate uh, donation program, and all those papers are there, and they can find out. On purposely, they do not um, circulate the, the donators' names. No, you, can't, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't, no. But, um, yeah, the whole Chinese story, that is yeah. not part of this exhibition. Um, but what I also want to, before I'm, I forget, I need to just share with you um, the exhibition. A lot of people also may tend to be overawed by it, thinking that it's too medically focused. Um, what it is done, it is done at a massively detailed um, um, medical level. So doctors appreciate it, but it's also pitched at the layman at my level. So, you know, you can understand the, the generalness about the, mm. the body. So people mustn't be like, concerned that they won't understand it in medical terms or vice versa. Even doctors are getting a huge amount of traction out of it and interest. And and that's why um, Discovery, who are our our partners and sponsors, Mm. got involved because they saw the detail and the value that it can add to, to our society. And it, it holds value. And the thing is that you see the human body, you you go through sensical experiences through it. But most importantly, I tell you, this goes to any smoke. And occasionally I do have a little puff here and there. But, but yeah. Ty, the fact is you see a great lung and then you see a sick yeah. lung. And you learn quick. Uh, what about the I difference? <laughs> yeah. What about the difference between, uh, say, a uh, person who's in shape, their intestines compared to Alan's intestines? Would there be much of a big difference? <laughs> well, as you must come have a look and you can see all the various bits and pieces. Uh, it's quite amazing how it all fits together. And also the different shapes and sizes. But, uh, yeah, it remarkable. does work. Thank you. Tyron Dolly, MD of the Great World Exhibitions. I, I know you also brought – tell me, the, the uh, King Tut Expo, is it come back also? Yes, yes, we bought that uh, through last year. Last year, yeah, it was uh, great. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So how to that, uh, how to be exposed and how to be mummified? <laughs> it's just so brilliant. <laughs> yeah, like my publicist was telling me, he seems to be only dealing with dead corpses these days. So. <laughs> yes, Tyron. <laughs> I am seeing dead people. Thank you for joining us, the MD of Great World Exhibitions, Tyron Tully. And it, of course, begins in Cape Town this coming Tuesday, Women's Day. How long is it there for? Uh, we, uh, as you say, it's from Tuesday until the 23rd of October. It's going to be brilliant. Thank you, sir. Thank you. And what Thank a great you, thing to see. Thank you, brother. Be good. This is the Unview on CliffCentral.com. Of course, we're halfway through the show, and I see your body. Could you imagine you and I together dancing? Could you imagine Shemizi? <laughs> no, I can't. Could you imagine that dead body? <laughs> well, I tell you, his and Tondo would be doing funny things, huh? Cliffcentral.com. Choice. Sometimes you have it, and sometimes you don't. AutoTrader gives you the choice. Now you can shop, compare, and buy new cars. Watch our expert video reviews and research before you buy. AutoTrader New Car. The choice is yours. And we're back on clipcentral.com. It's good to be with you on this wonderful Thursday here in Johannesburg. Whoop, whoop. Uh, why am I talking about Johannesburg? 
it's, it's kind of fun. Tell me something. Uh, so it, it's uh, the sleep out went really well. I wanted to speak to our, to our Miss South Africa about it because uh, her and I slept next to each other on the bridge. I thought it was quite interesting. I had uh, Stephen Kossoff one side, uh, Yusuf Abramji under my feet. I had the Premier the other side, and I had Miss South Africa around me. I kind of slept with a lot of people on that. <laughs> wow. Who would have thought? <laughs> I was the lucky Zuck then <laughs> last Thursday. How was the mum, Yvonne Chaka Chaka's... Uh, oh, my Chaka. Uh, uh, na- national anthem singing. Do you know, she was beautiful. And I've got to tell you, the nicest thing in about Hoppers 12... There was the um, uh, Lady Smith Blackman Basel. Homeless, homeless, homeless. Yeah, and it was, it was, but it was beautiful here, and they sang beautifully. And I've got to tell you, everyone lit a candle, and the whole thing was about solidarity around mm-hmm. being cold, standing together, and doing something good. And what made me very proud, and I, I said this to people, is that the CEOs were there was like this long rack. This long rack where you could hang up all your clothes, and they had to hang up all the clothes for kids section, um, adult sections, women section, and the whole idea is that when it was over, people could, and you you left the bridge with your with your shirt on your back and your pants, and mm. you had to go to work or do what your thing was, and you left your sleeping bags and the boxes, and so anyone that could walk onto the bridge and wanted anything could get it what did you take home with you what did you learn what was that one thing you, that you realized through the whole time you were on the bridge Alan? do you know what I learned honestly <clears throat> no I'm going to lie to you you idiot um, no I, I, it was it was so special it was so good to see people come together and I think the premier of, of Gauteng said something beautiful mm. you can criticize from your warm bed you can say what you want to say. But the fact is that these people who are creating industry in South Africa are doing something great for one evening. And I think that's incredible. Because cause you know what? They came together. They stood together. People came to, and consolidated mm. and did their best to raise 40 million rand. 40. 40 million rand will go to charity. In one day? In one day. Mm. In one in, in literally 12 hours. Mm. And no red nose day, no f- fancy schmancies can pull that off. I've got to tell you, they, they called it, um, the, um, the, like the what, international walk. You had the ambassador from Switzerland sleeping next to the ambassador of Canada, next to the ambassador of Australia. On the Mandela Bridge? Yeah, next to the ambassador of South Africa, all sleeping next to each other. And wow. it was so cool. I can't wait to see who we can, I want the ambassador from Italy and it was incredible. And let me tell you something. It was a proud day, and every person involved with it should be very, very proud. It was so cool. That's the CEO sleep out. It was a phenomenal week that we had last uh, last week, and and the money really went power. So, that being said, uh, Mr. Duncan, yeah, have you heard of a one of one of South Africa's greatest artists? You know, let me just tell you. You know, she's a pop icon meets. Soul, folk, jazzy, one of South Africa's greatest stars. And you know, when you, when you work with her and when you listen to her music, you realize how magical she is. Her name is Louise Carver. And you know what has just happened? She's hit the U.S. billboards. It's about time. It's about time, honey. And on the line, we have Louise. How are you doing, Louise? Hi, Alan. It's, uh, thanks, thanks for asking me on your show. 
wonderful. It's so I'm so pr- uh, firstly I want you in studio because I think you're fabulous. I want you to bring <laughs> your piano and do your magic. Um Louise, first and foremost, tell us about the new song. We're going to play it. But but obviously home and you have many many uh sunrise you got got quite a few songs that are, that that are doing so well. But 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 this new song that has hit the billboards. Tell me about it. Well, um you know, I was I know you know my story, but I was signed at 15, and I had my first number one at 17, and from then on, I've had like 16 uh, top 10 hits uh, internationally as well, um, and it's been a very interesting journey, but what I've found in my life is the things that you you don't expect are the things that actually do well, are the things that do very well, and that's the case with Sunrise. Um, Joe Bermudez is the producer, and he's a very successful DJ and radio um, mm. DJ in uh, in, uh, in New York and the whole kind of Connecticut Northeast area. So he came to support David Guetta about four years ago mm. uh, and Akon for a, for a for a big show. And on his way to do a radio interview, he heard uh, the track I did with uh, Pascal and Pierce called "Days Go By," which was another big hit. Mm. And he said he wanted to work with the vocalist. Um, also wrote the song. And uh, he then got in contact with me through my agency and uh, sent me the instrumental and uh, wrote the track Sunrise. And then I sang it here, I put down the vocals, and then he said, why don't you come to Boston and do it with me? And so about three and a half years ago, I flew to Boston and I did the, the recorded the vocals. Uh, I was there for about two weeks to really work hard on it. And then you forget about it. You move on, you carry on with other projects. So... Um, at the, at the beginning of the year, he said, look, I'm getting a lot of mm. great feedback from this song. Uh, can you shoot a music video for me? I said, absolutely. So I called my friend Matthew Marina, uh, who's uh, very successful in his own right. Um, and he shot the music video for me. And uh, next minute I knew it was uh, a new entry on the billboard chart. And I was flying over to do a promotional show. So I've been back for about two weeks. And I went all over... Um, Northeast, so uh, New York, um, Boston, Connecticut, um, interesting places to promote it, perform for 10,000 people at some time, some point along the trip, and recorded the new single. So, and then now it's number three. I just, it's, uh, it's feels like num- it's happening to somebody else. Number three on the U.S. billboards. It's, wow. it's insane. It's between Zane and Rihanna. It's, <laughs> it is, that's it what, is insane. Louise, <laughs> you know, when I was going to call you last week, it was number six. Now you're number three. I mean, uh, oh, next week she's number one. Next week you're number one. I love it. Oh, I just, it's too much pressure. So I just enjoy this moment. And I thought the highlight was when they, I was staying in um, Airbnb in East Village. Um, and they said, <laughs> you know, we're sending a car for you. And I was staying in a really very... Dodgy. Um, <laughs> was it dodgy? It's not dodgy. It had green walls. Never a good start, but uh, it was fine, and I was just happy to be there. And it's so expensive when you're making rand, so I was happy to be there. And then uh, Joe said, "Look, they, they we've got the show in the casino in an Indian reserve, which is actually Sol Kersner. It's called uh, um, Mohican uh, Sun, which is a South African. <laughs> yeah, we get we we when we hit we hit hard South African. Um, but uh, so they said they're sending you a car, and they sent me a stretch limo." <laughs> And I got in this car, I thought, like, what? And there was all these snacks and all this um, champagne and in the stretch limo. I thought, this is the highlight of, um, <laughs> for a couple of years, I'm going to remember this moment. I wish I had friends to enjoy it with me. But I, And now this is the new highlight, number three is pretty special. But um, 
Yeah, you just you just don't expect it to happen. I think you want it to happen so badly in your 20s, and then you kind of think, okay, well, look, my life is good. I appreciate everything in my life. And then I, I suppose when you don't, you're not looking, it finds you, which is lovely. What's magical is that, uh, Louise, is that talent will prevail there. That's what it's about. If you if you've got the gift, if you can do it, if you can perform it, you've done it from the age of fifteen. At seventeen years old, you you know you had your first number one hit, and now at the age of well, hold on, let's not mention age. Let's not. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Like in our more mature days, (laughs) I mean, to go to the USA (laughs) and number three on the US Billboard is so cool. With Joe uh, Boumediers, I mean, it's it's in, it's 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 incredible, and th- it shows you that it doesn't matter where you are and how you do it, but you're going to get there, and that's the cool thing about anyone that wants to get into the business. Well, that's what Gavin heard when we had an interview together. He was we were both being interviewed on SABC, one of the channels, in the morning, and he was on before me, and then I finished uh, my interview and played um, a rendition of Weeping by Bright Blue, and he loved that song from his university days, and he came and he said, "Look, I just want to say I love that." And it will tell me what are your thoughts on, you know, how did you kind of crack Hollywood? This is way before I you know, did Sunrise. Mm. And he just said, you know what, be consistent, show up, um, do the work. And uh, those sweetie parties and stuff means nothing. People are yeah, they want wanting the you to just, they want yeah. results <laughs> and be consistent. And that's also a challenge is consistently deliver. And um, I feel that I've earned that. Um, and so that when I was there, it wasn't stressful. If you're not prepared... Um, things can be very stressful performing to large crowds but I've been preparing for this my whole life so it wasn't the US trip was very unstressful in fact I did a show on the weekend to just piano and voice uh, to a very small group of uh, a very intimate crowd um, at a boutique hotel and I just said to the crowd that this is far more stressful than performing to large crowds <laughs> <laughs> yeah we can have the USA um, can I ask you a question um, working yes. with Black Coffee a South African another DJ it's it's a it's lovely to work in to bring commercial with kind of folk uh, classic in some hmm. sense yeah I'd, I'd love to work with Black Coffee he's fantastic yeah so that, um, that could be fun I mean let's hope yeah um, let, let's see he's the magic doing amazing yeah, but most importantly, can I tell you that you have uh, number three on the U.S. billboards? <laughs> you know, back in the day, you can go Anne Louise Carver, number three on the U.S. billboards. You know, uh, uh, yeah, I think I can, I can hold on to that memory. And um, but you know what, your life continues. Um, yeah, and, I'm in studio uh, at the moment. Uh, you keep working because the thing is, that it's what we love. We're born to do it. So if you're doing what you love. It's hardly work. It's a lot of en- enjoyment. And when you get the accolades, it's lovely to be recognized. Um, and it's lovely to have doors open, especially when I was in the States. People take you a lot more seriously when you when you don't have to say, I was number one on a radio station in <laughs> South Africa. You can actually say, I'm, I'm number three on a billboard chart. Like, ah, oh, we Across know that. the USA. Yes. kind of... Yeah, that is so cool, That's Louise nice. Gareth. Would we want to have you in studio at Cliff Central? We want you. We want to do a live whole session. Thank you for joining us, and we're oh, so proud of you. That is oh, so thanks. cool, so cool thanks, for Alan. school. Cheers, Thank cheers, you. Louise Carver. Uh, yeah, be good. We're going to play your song right now, but it's uh, it's cliffcentral.com and of course the magic of Louise Carver. I mean. Duncan, number three on the US billboards, baby. I, I can't imagine that. That must be massive. Do you get money if your song is on the billboard? Do you know? Of 
course you do. It's called royalties. Well, where are you from? I, no, I'm just trying oh, to understand. We've got, we've got it's not just me, but the oh, listeners as well. Oh, I, I, I can't work with Ooh, Duncan. This is cliffcentral.com. It's the uh, it's the unview. So, and three, two, one, go. We're going to play it uh, as we close the show, eh? On yeah. cliffcentral.com. This is The Unview. Uh, it's Alan Ford, and it's good to be with you with my protege, Duncan. The man hasn't... You, you, we have a lot of work to do with you. Look, let's just establish that you and I come from b- uh, different environments. I know. You've got mozzarellas. You're still a tit. <laughs> well, I'm working on that. <laughs> so, you know, Duncan, you know, what do we love the most every month? This is my favorite Restaurants! Part. Yeah, we eat... Yeah, I know. Wait, I love food. Eat. You know, shame. Mm. Things happen. What's the best last dish you had lately? The last dish I had. The best. Yeah, yeah. Okay, first and foremost, on that bridge at the CEO sleepout, there was a, a soup uh, yeah. that the the chefs association, the SA chefs association, made. It was, uh, yeah, it was just cold. Eh? Mm. I got to tell you, and the, the food wasn't so great. But I've got to tell you that I. I so it's so strange. Because I, like, I don't think Sandton's like the coolest place to have food in the mm, shopping mm, center. Mm. Um, but I, I go once a week to go and have a dish called a, a sushi bowl. Mm. And it's, it's raw salmon and it's like this, like grain rice and it's edamame beans and it's exceptional. It sounds the, divine. Tataki sauce and the whole thing is brilliant. Yeah. So I have, I'm going to tell you, I love this spot because I, it's a, it's a big joint. It's called the Big Mouth. And I'm a big mouth and you even worse than a big mouth. <laughs> but I've got to tell you something. It is, I think, the restaurant of the month. And let me tell you why. Because the food is exceptional. The entire vibe is so cool. Mm, it ambience. is sand city, the, the ambience. It's mm. so much fun. And, and the food is exceptional. So it's the restaurant of a month. I love it, Donkey. <laughs> Shame. Yeah, you must stop eating so much pop. Look how fat. <laughs> you don't take me along with you when you go. You go, I go by myself. You go I by go, yourself, then I you come tell my, me about I go this to place. My places by myself. I don't go. No one pays for me. I go there. I sit. I eat the food. Ah, when? <laughs> anyway, I've asked. Uh, uh, this is the restaurant of the month. His name is Chris Konakos. The, obviously Greek. Chris, how are you doing? Right, and you guys. My brother, what a great restaurant! Tell us about the Big Mouth. The food is exceptional. The service is superb. I love the booths. I love the fact that you can go eat quickly at the counter, and it's really cool for school. Tell us how it, how it started. Well, you know, it's um, it's kind of like a, a contemporary take on a classic diner. 
We've got some uh, lovely ingredients from and, and tastes from around the world, and um, we've mixed that up into a, a hot grill and then a, a very exciting sushi menu as well. And uh, of course, the hot grill has got like ribs, got the, the whole the whole vibe going on. But but tell us, most importantly, how did the, how did you find the spot? How did it all come about? Look, um, there's a, it obviously, you know, it, it, it's a great spot to be in. It's right on the square, so you have a beautiful view of the fountains and the Nelson Mandela statue. And, um, you know, it, it, uh, it was developed and created by Nicholas Kiros, and, um, who's the chef and, and, and um, the restaurateur with his partners, Larry and Wayne Nested. And they came up with the option and the brand and to create a place where people can have a, a lovely atmosphere, they can shop and they can enjoy lovely tastes that are created in a very unique way. So you mentioned the grills, which is um, it's kind of our trademark. We uh, we have Jasper ovens, so all, all our meat and fish and seafood is is cooked on these beautiful charcoal grills mm. that um, they give the food a lovely, authentic flavour. Uh, Chris, you know the nicest thing is that I think that, that the whole of San City is or the Nelson Mandela Square is is being uplifted by new restaurants. But I mean, it's a difficult market when when there are four restaurants opening up around you, but you're packed. Yeah, we. <laughs> Yes, we are. We're doing quite well. We're blessed. We're blessed. We're doing very well. Talking about the the char grill, it's an old Argentinian idea. It's kind of like twenty years old. The whole vibe. Um, where did that begin, and how did how did you come about with that idea? Well, it's 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 obviously from the travels, Nicholas's travels around the world, and the flavors and and the recipes that he's picked up. So you know, cooking on an open uh, on charcoal on, on on charcoal gives food a very lovely flavor and, and a freshness to it, and you know, it kind of bakes in its own juices. So it's, it creates a lovely new way of cooking. And then the sushi to complement that as well uh, with some quite original recipes and, and signature dishes. So uh, a little bit for everybody because people have a big taste today. They, they you know some people want sushi, they want healthy food, they want they want a whole lot of different tastes, and they want to get it in one place. Which is wonderful. The nicest thing about the Big Mouth is that you can go and someone can have something from the grill. I can have something from the sushi menu. There's great vegetarian options, great wine list. And it's a, it's kind of a great setting. Kids can run out and play in the square. And, and for Johannesburg, I think it's much needed. And the fact is that you can bring that into one space. That's what I find so brilliant. Yes, and, and you know, like you mentioned earlier, you love the sushi, the salmon sushi bowl, which mm, is love which is a beautiful dish. It's healthy, it's crunchy, so, it's fresh. Are you there, Chris? Yes, yes, I'm here. I'm here. Okay, it's fresh and yeah. So, so ultimately, it's a restaurant. I've got to tell you, I am so proud that Johannesburg finally pulls it together because Cape Town seems to win it always. Um, <laughs> but the big mouth for me is just absolutely superb, and I've got to tell you, uh, magical food and magical stuff. So, uh, hey. Thumbs up, you're the restaurant of the month. Uh, we're going to send Duncan there because we'll, we'll make him taste some of your food sometimes. Yes, 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 uh, yes, yes, but you must understand, please, we don't really want him. He's not very, doesn't have much class. We don't, we don't, we don't, we, don't, I, we need classy people, dear. Class. <laughs> Are you the, welcome? Thank you very much for having us. Thank you. It's the, the big food. Thank you, thank you. It's, it's really great. Thank you, for, thank you for joining us. Uh, Chris Kanakos, uh, the, um, one of the, the head managers, the GMs at the, the Big Mouth, the restaurant of the month. It is so cool, brother. Trust me on this one. Can you imagine? So we're close to the end of the show. What a great show. We had uh, Olympian gold medalist uh, Lawrence Sizwendlovu. We had uh, Louise Carver. We had uh, the Great World's Exhibition. Of course, the Big Mouth. Unfortunately, Miss South Africa couldn't join us. Um, she's at, uh, well, she's doing her stuff. Um, but yeah, we had a magical week last week. So it's been good to be with you, Dunkey.
Good to be with you. Take me next time with you to all these restaurants and spars and so you've uh, got to get animal married. resorts. When are you a bit fat? <laughs> you, you fat, Alan. We could uh, take out a, a, a scale right now and see who weighs more. Okay. Last time I checked, I was on 97. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm at 45. <laughs> this is The Unview on clipcentral.com. My name is Alan Ford and we'll catch you next week for another magical show. Be good. This is Louise Carver with the one and only Sunrise, Joe Blumendez. It's number three on the U.S. charts. Be good and God bless you. Amen. This is CliffCentral.com.